When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in hour number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Um, I want to dive into a couple of different stories here in a moment. Disney, we talked about this a little bit earlier, Buck. Disney is getting absolutely savaged um, when it comes to its overall brand value. Disney, and I can't believe this is true, according to an Axios subset of the hundred of the biggest companies out there, is now the fifth most polarizing brand in America. How did they get there? Uh, let's we'll talk about that in a minute. But I wanted to to share with you again what we were talking about at the end of the the first hour and discussing the the Trump legal peril. Buck, do you agree with me that every Republican running for president should pledge to uh, pardon Donald Trump of all federal charges in the event that they are elected president in twenty twenty four? Absolutely. I, I don't even. I can't even think of, from a conservative or a Republican point of view, a particularly strong counterpoint to it. I, I can't see a reason why you would. Now, I think it's right on political grounds. I think it's right on ethical grounds. So what else is there? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you were someone running who hates Trump and believes that he should go to prison, like Liz Cheney might but I was going to say, then you're, a, then you're not a Republican, you're a phony, Correct. right? So any, for any real, yeah. Like, the Lincoln Project would be opposed to this, right? And as a general <laughs> uh, the rule, Lincoln Project. if the Lincoln Project is opposed to something and you have a spine and you have a, uh, you know, functional brain, you should be opposed to whatever they're opposed to. And it is funny, by the way, how quickly they've pivoted from Trump as a unique threat to the Republic to, oh, if Ron DeSantis gets elected, it's important to recognize that he's maybe even a bigger threat. Uh, but I, I think, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Buck, but no Republic, I have not seen any Republican candidate running who has made that pledge publicly yet. Have you? 
No, and I mean, you know, look, Ron is not yet a candidate, so Correct. we'll see what he says. I do remember when uh, there was the possibility, there was the discussion of extradition, and everyone recalls there was a little, a little bit of heat on DeSantis yeah. when the charges were announced. People saying, "Hold on, why did he miss this opportunity?" He did say that he would not in any way have the state of Florida cooperate in that extradition. Now. At the end of the day, legally, that's, you know, that's a losing battle, uh, because of existing law. But he was basically saying, we're, we're going to do everything we can to, you know, gum up the works and, and not help out with this, which, which I think was the right move under those circumstances too. So I, I would not be surprised at all if he came forward and said, I wouldn't. I mean, you know, on the right these days, understanding who the real opposition is. And trying to unite our team on what really matters. There's going to be fighting. There's going to be sniping about stuff. But I, I think people will see that in a very positive light. Um, and, and I think from what I see, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just missing this, right? This is all perception driven. Whenever there's anything out of the Trump camp or even some of the Trump, uh, some of the Trump spokespersons that's like, look, Ron's a great governor, but we just know it has to be, it has to be Trump this go around. The people that I know who are, you know, still, deciding they're like you know I, that that starts to but whenever they say you know ron DeSantis is a george funded uh, uh, sorry george 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 soros funded uh you know gl- globalist deep state operative who's working with the bilderbergs i'm like that's actually going to help ron DeSantis more than it hurts him yeah i think trump's strongest argument on DeSantis is hey i'm going to be president for four more years he's doing a good job in florida but he's not ready for this job yet so you need me for four years, and then in 2028, I might even endorse Ron DeSantis because I might think he's the best option for the country, but he's not ready yet. Yeah, no, no one As wants to feel to, like someone's turned into a suicide bomber during the primary. You know what I mean? Like they're just going to take the whole system down with them. As opposed to the Hillary. Did you see Hillary's uh, tweet? Like when Trump is basically making the same argument as the NAACP and Hillary, I think that's a really weak argument for Trump, right? Because Hillary is not renowned for her extreme genius in in this respect. But Hillary tweeted, I'm, uh, I, I wanted to make sure we hit this too, uh, because I saw it and I think it ties in with what's happened to Disney. Um, Hillary tweeted, and I, I mean, just come on, Hillary. And then she turned off replies, Buck. So nobody could actually reply to it. And I would just say this. If you have an opinion... And you turn off everybody being able to reply to your opinion on Twitter, then that is not a uh, a very strong sign that your argument is a good one. If you're worried about what people will say in response to it, um, but this is uh, I'm going to scroll down. I want to make sure I get her tweet right. Ron DeSantis, Hillary Clinton, Ron DeSantis's ultra MAGA Florida isn't safe for people of color. LGBTQ people or even multi-billion dollar corporations. And she puts it in there. This is a very Clinton move to put in multi-billion dollar corporations. But when your argument is Florida sucks and it's an awful place and that's why Ron DeSantis doesn't deserve to be president of the United States, you're basically parroting lies that are the same thing as what the NAACP and Hillary Clinton are saying. right? And I think that's a really inefficient way to attack Ron DeSantis. Yeah, we all have to be on the same page about what's good on as a conservative or on the right. You know, low taxes, uh, low crime relative to what's happened in the rest of the country, 
an influx of people. And it's true, but it's true of Tennessee. It's true of Texas. You know, we, we give you, it's funny because, you know, now we're a Floridian and a Tennessean. So we give not as much credit to Texas as it, as it deserves on this. But Texas was really the original low tax pro freedom state that started to get a lot of people. And that's been going on. I mean, look, I remember when I went, uh, to work for Glenn Beck at the Blaze. I came out of the CIA. I go to, I go work for Glenn and he was New York based and he moved to Dallas. Yeah. And at the time it was people were like, Whoa, how you're in media. How do you do that? Glenn sees many steps ahead. And, yeah. and he saw, I think what was coming with this sorting of the country into basically free and authoritarian, which is really what blue and red, I think has become. And this is a dynamic that I'm going to be really interested to see how it plays out in the primary overall, because you've got, you know, look, you've got a lot of, you've got a bunch of high wattage candidates. Like I don't think Vivek Ramaswamy is going to win the election. Could be wrong, but he's an interesting guy who, you know, throws some good points into the mix. And I think that, uh, and understands the, um, economic and financial side of things. I don't know what Nikki Haley's really going to bring to things other than apparently take cheap shots at Ron DeSantis on behalf of Trump, but she's there. So there's that. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how all these different candidates look at what is happening in the country and explain what that vision of the future is. Is it, create the same you know use the federal government to create as much room for more you know tennessee florida texas policies in in other states or is it just try to wall off those places and protect them from federal overreach i mean i want to hear what the vision is you know what the national level vision is because we really haven't heard that articulated from anyone yet i mean trump you could say it's more of trump um, but things have changed since Trump. This is a part of it that we haven't really had much of as part of the discussion, right? The pandemic and the authoritarianism and, and, you know, our perception of American politics since 2019, you know, and, and into 2020, uh, Trump's last year in office has shifted and the party has shifted too. So there's a lot that's going to be worked out, I think, as part of the primary. This ties in, by the way, why I think DeSantis's battle with Disney has resonated very well with the base of the Republican Party. Now, I think it's made the corporatist very nervous. If you're a big business guy, you're not happy with DeSantis feuding with Disney. And I thought one of the funniest criticisms of that was Ron DeSantis took $50,000 from Disney and now he's, you know, taking shots at him. Isn't that what you want? Don't, don't you want someone to do what's right? irrespective of who their donors yeah. are like that actually seems like a really strong point and to just so uh i i remember speaking to a guy in the world of finance and i always thought this was just really not someone i knew well but uh like a hedge fund guy and he, he we're talking about this is when i was living in new york city he said you know what i you know what i do i i give to i give to every district attorney campaign I don't give to I give to I give to every there's a candidate who has any shot of winning. I give to Republicans. I did. To, I give to yeah. Democrats. I'd give to, you know, the chief commissar if they're running for district attorney, because I just want to know. I want them to know that is how corporations operate oh, yeah. for the most part. A lot of them do. They just give money to the whomever they think is going to be in a position to be advantageous to their interests when it matters. And that means giving to both sides, right? Yeah. Look at even, I, mean, I thought this was interesting about, remember Sam Bankman-Fried? 
Does it? Does anyone? Can we just take a moment? How many of you even remember? Remember a little guy with the curly hair yeah. made like tens of billions of dollars just disappear, and he was like, "Hey, I'm like living in like the top of a mansion, and I have sex parties, and like this little weird guy who was you know running this crypto exchange that the Miami Heat Arena was named for, FTX, right? And uh, but but remember, he was giving money, or or the those guys were giving money to both sides, and people were like, "Oh, well, it's not political. No, it's very political." The whole point. So with Ron DeSantis, okay, Disney wanted to give him money. Great. They're supporting a candidate that they hope is a good leader. That's what the money's supposed to be for. It's not supposed to be, we're buying you off. We're just not saying it. That's for the Biden family. That's a specific thing. So here's the deal, Buck. This Axios poll. Disney carried a reputation score in 2014 of 83 out of 100. Most people liked Disney. 2014, not that long ago. Didn't you? I grew up loving Disney. Like Loved Disney products Disney. to me was the most like it was it was American. It was Americana meets childhood fantasy and dream. It was great, right? I, I mean, that's what we did on our family vacations. We would go say stay at Fort Wilderness Campground at the Disney World Resort down in Florida. Obsessed, like a huge Disney family. By the way, when it had a reputation score of eighty three, Buck, not polarizing at all. Democrats and Republicans, this is just 2014, had roughly the same opinion of Disney World. Okay, Disney. This is where it gets interesting. It has collapsed. The overall brand value of Disney has gone from 83 to 70.9 in the current number, right? And when you go dive into it, it's accelerated its collapse because it's become very political. Um, Disney's reputation went up a few points for Democrats by coming out and saying, oh, we're opposed to don't say gay. We we dislike uh, DeSantis. But it plunged more among Republicans. So from a pure business perspective, leave aside the politics. If your brand is gaining small amounts with Democrats and lo- losing massively with Republicans, and we live in a 50-50 society... Why in the world would you do that? And along the way, Disney's polarization has now skyrocketed. It's the fifth most polarizing brand they tested in all of America, Buck. And you know what? You know why? This is about people's kids, right? You know, this is about people's children and the implicit promise of Walt Disney that I grew up with, that you grew up with, and that a lot of people listening, not only did they, they expected that their kids or their grandkids would have the ex- the same explicit or implicit promise from Disney, and it was as follows. We are going to expose your children to beautiful stories of the good guys triumphing over evil, and it's going to be creative, and it's going to, it's going to expose them to, to beautiful music and to creativity, and it's yep. going to be wondrous. And, and instead, we got the head of Disney talking about how we need more trans, non-binary, and sexually fluid and pansexual characters. And they've started to actually put that stuff, not started to, for recent, in recent years, put that stuff in their content. And so and- the moment that the, you know, the corporate entity that you thought was, was, you know, safe for your kids. I can't even think of a brand that, that feels like more of a betrayal than what, you know, a really major, but people say Bud Light. Okay, fine. But that's about adults, right? No one yeah. thinks that Bud Light, Bud Light wasn't trying to appeal to four year olds and six year olds. 
And what we see here with Disney is something else. And and I think it, it shows that parents are waking up. And the math here, Buck, this is what I think is so key. I'm a capitalist. If the math added up, and by going woke, Disney was increasing its brand value, and they were increasing the amount of money they could make, then I would say, hey, you know what? This may I may disagree with it, but there's a logically sound business purpose to it. All of the numbers reflect that that isn't true. What you gain by going woke, you are more than losing on the other side of the equation. It's basic math, and it's bad business. And that, to me, is the argument that Republicans can make to go beyond why woke is wrong, right? We disagree with it from a cultural perspective, but it's also really bad business. And that, to me, is what you're seeing in these numbers that are coming out. I, I totally agree. Let, let's open the lines up. I, I, I got a few things here. If you want to talk about either, if you feel like Disney has betrayed your kids, um, we want to hear from you. But also, if you got, we got a lot of people waiting, so we'll, we'll try to get to some of your thoughts on where we stand here with the uh, political situation um, as it plays out and, and Donald Trump possibly facing charges. So you all know that we are honored to be partners here with the Tunnel to Towers Foundation that does such amazing work for our our heroes for fallen uh the families of fallen uh, service members first responders provide so much help and assistance for them well you know my wife carrie is doing the tunnel to towers climb in new york city the first week of june because she loves this organization too so this is an organization just so we're clear they do things like through the veteran homelessness program tunnel to towers provides housing and services to homeless veterans they were able to help 500 veterans last year this year, they're hoping to help more than 1,500 veterans because people who put their lives in the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. So if you would, you, you can go to T2T.org. As you know, that's T, the number two, T.org. And if you want to help carry this all, 100% of this goes directly to Tunnel to Towers, the same thing. She's at runsignup.com slash sexton. That's runsignup.com slash sexton. She's part of a team that is going to be doing the Tunnel to Towers climb in New York City the first week of June. So one more time, that's runsignup.com slash Sexton. Donate to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. I donate every month. Clay donates every month. It's such a worthy organization. Speaking truth and having fun. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome back. We have Lori in Asheville, North Carolina, who has some thoughts on Disney and her grandkids. Lori, thanks for calling right in. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah, I want to weigh in on the situation because I have seven grandchildren. Can you hear me? Yeah, yep, we can we hear you. you. You have seven grandchildren. And, I mean, I'm 64. And when I grew up, Disney was pure and perfect. It was just, and then my children, and even in my children's day, you know, but my my grandchildren, they're betraying my, my grandchildren. It's disgusting and despicable what Disney has gone. I'm shocked. I grew up in the pure days of Minnie, Mickey Mouse, you know. It's just, it's shocking to me where they've gone. And I wish my kids would protest it. But they don't seem to even know what's going on, you know. Well, you've seen the change, right? And thank you, Lori, for calling in. And, you know, the grandpa- I know the grandparents have seen more than anyone else what's happened to Disney. Because there's yeah. the Disney they grew up with, right, Clay? I also think, and you're going to see this soon, Buck, I imagine, being a parent of young children is often a frenzy. And I think a lot of parents are just like, I'm going to sit them down in front of Disney Plus. I'm going to put on Aladdin. I'm going to put on Peter Pan. And you watch movies that you know you've seen in the past. And you're just not paying attention to the direction things are going because every bit of your life is a frenzy. And that is a big challenge here as well. Small business owners in the tens of thousands have benefited from a company by the name of Innovation Refunds. You most likely know them by their website address, GetRefunds.com. You know, they've already completed over 17,000 returns on behalf of business owners qualifying for an IRS tax refund from a little-known plan called the Employee Retention Credit. That's the ERC. Government data experts estimate 86% of small businesses were eligible to receive an ERC tax credit challenge. Cutting through the red tape to get your money. Guess what? This is what they specialize in. It doesn't cost anything. Go to GetRefunds.com. 
In 10 minutes, you'll be on your way to receiving money for your business. No upfront charges. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Go to GetRefunds.com. Download the app as well from the App Store. GetRefunds.com. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We got a lot of you who want to weigh in on uh, this Disney polarization data from Axios and your own personal experiences there. Uh, But I want to play this because tonight... Uh, we are going to have the official announcement of Ron DeSantis running for president. He's going to do it with Elon Musk on Twitter Spaces, which I bet is something that a lot of people are not familiar with. But first, Casey DeSantis uh, shared this ad yesterday on her Twitter account. Here is what that ad sounds like as a teaser for tonight's announcement. They call it faith because in the face of darkness, you can see that brighter future. A faith that our best days lay ahead of us. But is it worth the fight? Do I have the courage? Is it worth the sacrifice? America has been worth it every single time. Pretty good. That accent, Buck, you're so right. The video is great, but the, the 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 accent, the the British accent or whatever it was there, it definitely gives you like a an idea that it, oh. the ma- majesty and scope is so gravitas, much instant yes. gravitas right away when you have any kind of a you know accent that really sticks with people and yeah yeah uh, okay and then I wanted to clear this up because I said yesterday when this news broke well maybe this means Elon Musk is going to endorse Ron DeSantis maybe he still will we don't know what's going to happen tonight at six Eastern for this announcement but Elon said I'm not endorsing any candidate I just want somebody normal listen to cut seven I'm not at this time um, planning to endorse uh, any particular candidate um, but I am uh, interested in you know, X slash Twitter being somewhat of a public town square. And so I think the preference of most Americans is really to have someone fairly normal in office. I think someone that uh, is representative of the moderate views that I think most of the country holds in reality. I think he's right. Remember Elon, while he's being painted, I'm sure you saw the Vanity Fair headline that they said, oh, this is like uh elon musk is david duke basically now he's a white supremacist because he's allowing ron DeSantis to announce but remember elon actually voted for joe biden in 2020 now i bet i would love to ask elon do you regret that vote now based on joe biden's presidency but this idea that elon musk is some sort of right-wing ideologue he voted for biden in 2020 i think it's worth noting and putting that out there he just is fairly moderate and also, I think, somewhat sane. Now, maybe he's going to vote Republican in 24, but I think that's a sign of how crazy Biden's ruler has been so far. I think there are a lot of people. Um, I should, when I say a lot of people, everything is relative when you're talking about a country 330 million. But there are independents. There are swing voters. Not a lot of them. I do think we're a pretty polarized country politically and all the data, all the data and all the voting patterns support that but of that pool of the persuadable there's definitely a considerable contingent and i would put elon likely in this category if we we should have him on the shows we can ask about this um i think that they see that the biden thing was it was really a bait and switch that we were in a the country was in a really as we know 
in many ways, a dishonestly overhyped uh, emotional state on a range of issues, um, COVID, uh, the BLM 2.0 and all this stuff. And Biden was supposed to be normalcy, a grandfatherly figure who wasn't going to push anything crazy, who was going to be there to calm things down. We're all going to stop fighting. Oh, Trump was even if you like Trump's policies, he's too polarizing. Even if you like the Trump economy, right? That was the pitch. And it was all a lie. Yeah. The Biden White House is putting out directives about giving transgender surgery to 12 year olds, gender mutilation for 14 year old kids acting like if you have any problem with that, you're a bad person. Maybe the state should take your children away from you. That's the the moderate grandpa. I mean, so I think for people like Elon, they're like, okay, they lied. They lied and they're crappy at this job, meaning the Biden White House. So makes sense to me. Yeah, Buck, and, you know, people say, what's your goal with the show? I'm sure you get asked this every now and then. I'm trying to persuade people who are persuadable. In my head, with OutKick and everything else, because I was persuadable, right? Like, I'm a data person. You show me data. You show me arguments. Uh, I voted Democrat before, and now I look at the Democrat Party and just think they're absolutely insane, right? Um, There are lots of people, I think, like me. I think there are tens of millions of people out there that if they really look at the evidence, they're capable of being red-pilled. And so in my mind, I'm always talking, you know, you'll hear me, I'm always talking to those people who are persuadable because I want to win, and I want to win big, right? And that's really what has to happen in 2024, I think, for things to change. And I'm optimistic when I see things like what's going on with Bud Light or when I see that Disney is making choices that objectively are awful ones, and we got a lot of people who want to weigh in here, Buck. Um, again, I was sharing the Axios data about the fact that Disney has gained some Democrat support, but they've lost way more Republican support. And so if your job is to appeal to everyone and you make choices that cause people to like your company less, that's really bad judgment. And Todd in Ames, uh, Iowa, you want to weigh in on this. Hello, gentlemen. It's an incredible honor to talk to both of you, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I, I, I love listening to both of you. Thank you, sir. Real quick, we appreciate that. Yes, sir. Real quick, real quick story. You were talking about persuadable people. Rush used to say something years ago, and he uh, he said it often on his during his uh, career was that if you give me just a week, listen to me for just a week, and if you still hate me because I did hate Rush for a long time. And he'd say, if you still don't like me or still hate me at that time, then don't listen to me anymore. I took him up on that, and hes I was a persuadable individual at that time. He turned yeah. me around in my political views, and my my political mind just totally did a flip-flop. That In one week, when I listened to Rush, it was, this guy, I connect with this guy, and I never, ever tried doing that with him until one day I was had a week off of vacation. During, I'm retired now, but and I listened to him, and I said, the man connects with me, and I think that's that's huge with a lot of his audience out there. And you, you both of you also, you connect with people, and that's huge. So, hey, a quick point to the to the Disney issue. Uh, um, uh, Iger has a board of directors, and 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 you guys know a lot more about this than I do. Is it are the is is the board filled with a bunch of woke individuals? Because I would think that those people would be very concerned, as they should be, about the bottom line at Disney, and they. They're the ones that control who who so, they put in there at their CEO. So I've Fantastic I've seen this question. and dealt with this a little bit. Thank you so much, uh, Todd, for calling from Ames, Iowa. Very very kind uh, call and and uh, thank you for the insights. 
Um, so true about about what Rush. I've had so many people said that Rush brought them to conservatism, which I don't think there there could really be a a higher honor that a, a radio host doing what we do can achieve than to help someone write their philosophy and and help bring them to the understanding of the world where they're rooted in in fact reality and what is true and and anyway i i think that's that's a you said you know your goal is to persuade people over that is certainly a mission that that we have here i just say save america from the commies but you know that's a little similar yeah. <laughs> similar but a little different yes. um but i i would i would point out on the uh on the board of directors issue because a lot of people bring this up a lot of board of directors positions are sinecures for people they just you know they can get paid very well and they sit there and they do, they, they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to get into anything and they certainly don't want to be targeted as out of the mainstream. So I always say this, the woke are an invasive species. They do not seek to coexist in the ecosystem. The woke are the big ass boa constrictors that are eating everything down here in the Everglades in Florida. So you have to get rid of them in the sense that you can't allow them on your board. You can't allow them to take over control of entities because they will only replicate more wokeness. They will only push for more of that. So I think that's, um, that's why you don't see the board stepping in. And there are also woke lunatics. I mean, so the people who are afraid of the other woke lunatics and there are woke lunatics on the boards of these big companies. What I see, Buck, and I think you're right 100% about that, too, is this. First of all, there are some true believers. All right. So put them to the side. There probably are true believers on the Disney board. I also think there's a lot of self-preservationist in business. And here's what I mean by that. There's a lot, and there's a lot of people who are self-preservationist inside of uh, businesses as well that are not high uh, echelon. You can do what's best for you individually, and it can be what's worse for the company. And I think there are a lot of CEOs that say, well, if I send out emails talking about how much I love BLM, and if I claim uh, as June gets here and Pride Month is here, that I think it's great that Target is selling uh, bathing suits that allow women's bathing suits to have places for men to tuck their penises because they think that they are women, I'm never going to lose my job over that. And if you don't, Bob Chapek just got fired. That's how Bob Iger came back in. And one reason Bob Chapek got fired from Disney was because people said he didn't respond aggressively enough to the don't say gay bill. Now, I actually think Bob Chapek was right, but individual preservation often means you're destroying what's best for the company. And there are a lot of CEOs who say, hey, I'm making $20 million a year. I'll send out that BLM message. It might be the worst decision for the company. It might be alienating some of my base, but my board's going to pay me $20 million or more a year until at some point the business gets so bad. Buck, I, th I don't know if I said this off air to you or on air. Look at Disney's chart. Disney stock is lower today than it was nine years ago. If you bought Disney stock back in 2014, the S&P's up over double. You've actually lost money because the stock price is down. Get some of your calls here coming up in just a moment. I hope you have the joints. Uh, pardon me. I hope you have the chance to join me online for an exclusive interview with an extraordinary market analyst, Mason Sexton. That's right. My dad. He told us all about the great disruption of 2023, and if you missed this, you can still watch the video replay now at disruption2023.com. 
My dad, Mason Sexton, received worldwide attention for his uncanny prediction of the 1987 stock market crash and then went on to make many other incredibly accurate and timely market calls. Now, he's making his first public major market prediction in 30 years about something he sees coming that is truly terrifying for America, and it's happening in a matter of weeks. Not years, weeks. Watch this video of our conversation and hear Mason Sexton reveal the controversial, strange secret that has allowed him to make some of the biggest calls in market history. This interview won't be online forever. To take advantage now, you can watch our conversation about the forthcoming Great Disruption now at 2023.com. I'm sorry, Disruption. Disruption2023.com. That's Disruption2023.com. Geek out with the guys on Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck Podcast. A new episode every Sunday. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. 
Price Picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Uh, we got a lot of lines lit up here. We want to take some more of your calls, and we'll also return to the uh, latest here in this uh, world of politics we live in the budget, the debt ceiling, and the Biden administration right now how are they going to react to all of this um but first can i just say you know i I, clay i think we haven't really given fair due here to uh nancy pelosi because not only is she the former speaker of the house and not only is she apparently the best stock picker of all time i mean nancy (laughs) pelosi's Hedge fund skills, personal hedge fund skills are uncanny. I mean, mathematically seem almost impossible. It's almost like she must have some sort of edge because she's so brilliant, I guess. But did you know she's also an amateur historian, Clay? Um, because I'm sorry, I actually just realized this. I mixed up the names on this one. Biden is an amateur historian because here he is to, t- to tell everybody that Nancy Pelosi Great economic mind. Biden, amateur historian. Biden saying that Pelosi helped to rescue the economy during the Great Depression. Play 23. With Nancy leading the way, you never had to worry about whether the bill would pass. She said she had the votes. She had the votes every time. She had the votes so many life-changing pieces of legislation. She helped rescue the economy in the Great Depression. I mean, Clay, Nancy Pelosi's an older woman, but I'm pretty sure she didn't rescue the economy during the Great Depression as Speaker of the House, because if so, whatever face cream she's using, we need some. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, and I saw her in a bathing suit. I mean, Martha Stewart, uh, they should have put Nancy Pelosi on the front cover of the uh, of the Sports Illustrated. Look, here, um, and, and I think there's a lawsuit involving Tucker having that picture up, right, which is actually really funny, because... Uh, all of this is so uh, ridiculous. Biden can't do the job, right? And the other thing I would encourage Elon Musk to say tonight when he has his interview with uh, with Ron DeSantis, I think he needs to say, hey, I would love to have Joe Biden on with me for an hour or two. And I've said this on this radio show. The White House reached out and they said, hey, Joe Biden wants to come on Clay and Buck show. We'd welcome him because I think if he did an hour on our show, which Trump has done several times. If Joe Biden did an hour on our show, the 25th Amendment would be trending by the time he held hung up the phone. Because I don't think, Buck, and I bet you would agree, I don't think he could sit and talk to us and answer questions for an hour without everyone out there saying, oh my goodness, this guy cannot remotely be close to being president of the United States right now. I think one hour with us would end any ability for yeah. him to continue to argue which that he's why able to do the job, which is why they won't is, do it. Yeah, there is no chance that that is ever going to happen, as we all know. But, hey, the uh, the invite the is out, out there. Uh, Charlie in Utah has got some thoughts on the board of directors point. Charlie, what's going on? 
Hey, guys, I'm just having a little bit of trouble erasing the picture of Nancy Pelosi in a bathing suit <laughs> out of my mind right now. But um, that said, you know, you were talking a bit ago about why the board members are acting so woke on Disney. And I think the, the, the key thing is, is that on these big on these big companies like this, you get the, the, the board members are typically CEOs of their own big companies. Yeah. And if they if they are uh, if they're not standing up for the woke for the woke side of things, they're going to be suffering the consequences back in their own company. So that's probably yeah. why you're not seeing the board taking a more aggressive stance. That's a great point. It's a great point, yeah. too. Very rarely are these boards actually made up of independent members. They typically are rubber stamps for the CEO, and they're often high-profile high executives at other big companies. Again, they're doing what's best for their individual remuneration, the money that they're making, as opposed to what's in the company's best interest. Greg in Fort Myers, want to get you in before the break here. What's going on, Greg? Hey, uh, Clay and Buck. Uh, Long-time listener, Rush, and now you guys. Thank you. Great job. Hey, I just want to touch base. I was born in the mid-50s, grew up Disney, you know, Sunday night with the parents, the whole nine yards. Daughters are born in the first part of uh, the early 80s. Took them to Disney every year, spent a ton of money. Oldest daughter worked for Disney, you know, in the college program for a year. Loved it. Now it takes my grandson. They don't bother anymore either. I wouldn't step foot in the property now. Yeah, a lot. Greg, thank you for calling in. A lot, a lot of people feel that way. They feel like Disney was, Disney was something they could trust their family with. Bottom line, and now they can't, and they're making decisions based on that. We'll get into more of this. Also, some VIP emails from ClayandBuck.com. Become a subscriber. Coming up. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.